Hey guys, Paul Reddick here, and welcome back to the Baseball Dad Show. And in this episode, we're going to talk about what do you do during a game? What is a dad's role during a game? Should you be cheering? Should you be yelling encouraging things? Should you be yelling mechanical things like get your elbow up and bend your back and get your pitch? Um, should you be you know checking in the dugout? Should you be sitting you know in a place where he can see you and where you can talk to him? Uh, should you be get, trying to get his attention? Should you back off? Should you do nothing? What should you do? So I have some very, very, very strong opinions on this. I've been criticized pretty widely about my opinions on this, but um, they're not even my opinions. Really, my opinion on it or the way that I talk about it and teach it is been from experience. And that experience has been mentoring hundreds and hundreds of kids. And so the advice I'm going to give you in this podcast is not what I think you should do or what, you know, what, I don't know, uh, maybe psychologists think you should do. It's going to be based on hundreds of conversations with kids of what they told me helped and didn't help. So one of the strongest things that a child will um, gravitate towards is pleasing their parents. And that is something that they will do till the you know, when they're grown men, you know, when they're, if you're 90 and they're 70 or, or, you know, 65, they will be trying to, to please and get the attention of their parents. It's just, it's just part of, of that parent child relationship. Now, during a game, I get it. I I get that. That's your child out there. That's your creation. You made that. <laughs> I get it. That's your, that's your baby. And I get that, you know, you want them to be successful and you want them to do well and you want them to have a good experience of whatever sport they're playing or maybe even if they have ambitions, you want what their ambitions to, um, uh, to, to, come, you know, to come true and to have them achieve their goals. I get it. I totally get it. I also get that we can get swept up in the imaginary pressure that we've talked about in, in past podcasts that you know this is a big game or a big moment and, and especially when our kids out there and maybe they're not doing so well or maybe they're having a bad game or maybe they made a mistake or like I totally get it and I also get that you know like we're watching this and we're kind of sort of helpless right we're just kind of like, <laughs> like we're just watching it you know we can't run out there on the field for them we can't help them do it and so oftentimes you know we're feeling all these emotions we're feeling this pressure, we're feeling nervousness or anxious or you know fearful for our ch- children, and we do some things that, quite honestly, are more about us than are about them. Because we're feeling these emotions, we will do things that will kind of make us feel a little better or self-soothe or make us feel like maybe we are doing something to help the situation or have some control over it. So we'll yell out things, mechanical things, get your elbow up, you know, make sure you do this, make sure you do that, or all kinds of stuff to yell out during the game. And then we'll also yell things to, you know, like, you got this, come on, or, or maybe, hey, look alive, or, or reminding them of things that they need to do during the game. And so a lot of that is about us. And I know that's a kind of a tough pill to swallow, but it, it just is. And I think the next time you're at a game, I want you to just to, to notice, check in when you think, when you think it's time to yell, like yell something out or say something, check in on how you're feeling. I guarantee you're not feeling totally calm, cool, in control and you know confident in that moment. You're probably a little nervous, a little agitated, maybe have some anxious or you're a little worried that he's not going to do well, or, or maybe you're a little, you know, uh, you feel bad because maybe something didn't go well and then you're going to do it guaranteed, guaranteed. Cause I work with a lot of dads too. Now, it looks like that stuff is helping. It looks like it. But I've mentored hundreds of kids and I've never had one kid who said it helped. 
never won. In fact, almost all the kids say the opposite. They say, you know what? I hate it when my dad's yelling out stuff. It's like a distraction. Um, I can't focus. Like I hear his voice and then I'm thinking about him. Like, and it's like none of the stuff that they yell out helps. That's right from the kids. That's not me. That's right from the kids. And so going back to what do we do during a game? My answer is nothing. That sounds crazy. I get it. But give me a minute here. Give me a few minutes to prove this. So um, first and foremost is that it, it is about us. We're yelling things out because we're having some emotions and we want to feel like we want to do something about them. Um, and those emotions are in us. Whether we think it's the game or we think it's our kid, the emotions are in us. Um, number two, no, nobody's ever said it's helped. Right? N- nobody's ever said it's helped. Number three, I want to go back to that need for parental approval. So I have parents that say, you mean I shouldn't cheer? No, you shouldn't cheer. And what about if they strike out? Oh, no, you shouldn't do that. So most parents get like, oh, I shouldn't go, oh, when they strike out or things don't go well. But cheering, I shouldn't cheer? No, because here's the thing. You know, when a kid, remember that that intense need to please a parent. When a kid hits a home run and dad goes crazy, oh, that made dad happy. That pleased dad. So what do you think that kid's going to try and do the next time up? Trying to hit a home run. How do you think hitters hit when they go up to the plate trying to do something, trying to hit a home run? Didn't you see the Seinfeld episode with Paul O'Neill? <laughs> home runs are hard to hit. <laughs> you know, they're hard to hit. But if a kid can links up, well, dad, dad gets really happy when I play well. So now th- what that does is it, it turns up the pressure to play well. Nobody ever does better when the pressure's turned up. Even one notch, one notch of pressure turned up will affect performance. So actually what you're doing is actually preventing him from probably playing his best later on. If you go, oh, and they strike out, you know, like I said, most, most parents get that one. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Oh, uh, when I don't do well, dad's not happy. So this makes dad happy. This doesn't make dad happy. It's, it's, I don't want to say it's hardwired in this, but it's part of that, that parent-child relationship to please the parents and make the parents happy. So we really innocently, really innocently do this because we think it's part of the game it's part of the game it was part of our game when we were kids and that's why we don't see it as a problem because our parents did it but you know what we didn't have tournament teams and travel teams and and trips to california and puerto rico and florida and tournaments and branson and cooperstown and all this we didn't have the type of pressure that these kids had we were home from our little league games at like 6 30 and we were eating dinner and playing outside it was completely different completely different if you're doing what your dad did at a baseball game your kid's not playing the same game that you were playing it's completely different and the last thing any kid needs in this day and age of playing baseball is more pressure the last thing so my advice to you is twofold i'm always going to help the player and the coach and the dad coach the 23 year old kid we've talked in previous podcasts about the 23 funnel at the age of 23 your kid will take his first steps out into the real world he'll step into an office he'll be in a relationship he'll later on become a father whatever he'll be out into the real world what kind of kid do you want at the end of that funnel spitting out that funnel do you want a confident competent healthy well-adjusted young man who can handle adversity that doesn't have any attachments doesn't isn't he going to do any approval seeking behavior Every parent says yes. Well, you got then you then you cannot you cannot train approval seeking behavior. You cannot train that. And that's what we do, and we do it really innocently. But in the long term, 
what's best for our kids is that there's no evaluation on their performance by their parent because it really is completely separate. How they play the game is up to them. How well they, I mean, how well they play the game um, isn't always up to them. Um, how much they care or not care about the game is up to them. And so my, my advice to you is to do nothing, is to find a place out in center field or somewhere off to the side where he can see you, he can see that you're there, and that you're paying attention, but you're not reacting to the game. You're not reacting emotionally to how he does on the field. Because quite honestly, most of that is, is just out of his control. Whether he hits another home run the rest of his career is completely out of his control. He might, he might not. Whether he strike at, strikes out or not, some of that's out of his control. He may just have a pitcher who's just you know, pitching out of his mind. He's going to strike out. And so if you have a kid who's going up to the plate who's trying not to strike out because striking out make, doesn't make dad happy, but in hit a home run because it makes dad happy or get a hit or play well, you have a kid with a whole bunch of separate different like agendas when he's going up rather than just playing the game. Now, and when we think about it and we look at it that way, we see that that will create a lot of tension, right? A lot of intensity, a lot of pressure. I've never had a coach when I ask this question, do you want your players loose and relaxed or tight and intense? No coach has ever said tight and intense. But we do things that create tight and intense. So here's even, I want to give you one thing that I do with, with my sons. So my sons are big into karate. And I always want them to have, that dad has no obligation, or they have no obligation to me that whatever they choose to do, they're choosing to do. And whatever success that they have is theirs to own. So, you know, when there's like back before COVID, when there would be like belt testing, all the parents would come and the kid would break the board and, you know, parents would go crazy. And, and I would just sit there. Mike, I don't say, I don't do anything. You ever see me out? If I live in New Jersey, uh, down by um, Red Bank, Shrewsbury area. If you ever see me out and about, um, you, you will not see me cheering or doing anything in any of my kids things now the question comes like well isn't it good that your kid did that yeah for them for them it's good for me it's not good does it for me it doesn't matter and now i have to explain that sometimes to dads because here here's here's why and let me tell you what i do with my kids and then it'll make sense when my son gets in the car after um first of all let me back up I have two rules with my sons. They only have to do two things to ever make me happy. They have to give their best, whatever that is, and they've got to be respectful to everyone involved, right? So like in karate, senseis, other people in the class, the assistants in the class, etc. So when we get back in the car and like say my sons are fired up, hey, we broke boards, daddy, we broke boards. Now I'll say, I'll always say, did you do the two things that, that daddy, you need to make daddy happy? Yes. Okay, great, great. Now tell me what happened. Oh, we bro- I broke a board. Now, I don't, I'm very careful. I don't say, oh, that's great. That's amazing. You're awesome. I don't do any of that. All I say is, wow, are you, are you proud of yourself for doing that? I say, yeah. Like, you've put in a lot of work, haven't you? Yeah. I'm so happy for you, Thomas. I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for you. I'm not saying what you did made me happy. What I'm saying is, you chose to do this. You have had success. And because you've made a commitment and you've had success, I'm so happy for you that this is that you're having success in this. There's and, and I always tell them, literally, I will say these things. You know that none of that stuff is important to daddy. 
if you're happy with it, great. But none of that's important to daddy. The only, you did the two things that, and you can do those all the time. You, you did the only two things daddy needs you to do. You did your best and you were respectful to everyone. Anything you do off after that is just yours. And now my kids are young, but what I don't want them to do is if when they're out there trying to break a board in the back of their mind, they're thinking, I really want daddy to cheer. If they're breaking that board, I want them to break that board because they want to break that board. I want them to break that board because it's important to them. I want them to break that board because they've put in the effort and the commitment to break that board and that every little bit of that success will be free from any evaluation from me and will be 100% theirs. That is how I feel about it. And again, I speak from personal experience and I speak from a vast experience of working with players, mentoring players and mentoring dads. Um, we, and again, I, I cannot stress, we do this really innocently. I've had dads that have listened to me talk about similar things like this in the past. And they're like, I think I've screwed up my kid. No, you haven't screwed up your kid. It's real innocent. You weren't out to do, you weren't out to, 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 you know, act that way. You, you didn't know it was innocent. So you could turn it around. You could start changing it around. And what you'll see, and, and I've worked with a lot of dads to do this. They'll see their kids start to relax. You know what happens when kids start to relax when they're playing? They play better. They have more fun. They do better. They hit more home runs. They strike out less when they're less tight and intense and they're more loose and relaxed. So um, I'm going to wrap this one up because I could, I could talk about this one really forever. So that's my basic idea is I, 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 I think a parent's job should be to do nothing. You set a standard of behavior for your kids, like do your best, be respectful, whatever is important to you. Then anything after that is solely theirs. When they have the ownership of it, when they've decided to make the commitment and they're reaping the rewards of it, that success is internalized for them. It's not externalized as something that you have to give them. And that the last thing I'll say is what I always want my sons to know is I'm already pleased with them. There's nothing they could do to make me more pleased or less pleased. It, it's impossible. Every day I said to my kids, my love for you is endless and unconditional. And when they were young, I had to explain to them what that meant, what unconditional means. Unconditioned. I mean, it's not going to go up when the conditions change. It's not going to go up when you a home run, when you hit a home run or you play well, because that's a condition. It's not going to go down if you don't play well. That's a condition. It's unconditional. It stays. So I'm going to wrap this one up, guys. If you have any questions, um, you can post them in the, in the Baseball Dads Facebook group. And we're, we're pushing kind of everyone there this year because um, – if you post it there, a couple things will happen. Um, my staff will get it over to me and we'll answer it here on the show. And then also you'll get the input from the, I guess, 2,000 or so dads that are in there um, that can um, give you some great advice. Um, and you can get to that page by going to baseballdadshow.com and there's a link to it on that page. And there's also a bunch of other cool stuff on that page that you can check out. So um, going over to baseballdadshow.com and um, I'll see you guys next week. Hey, it's Paul Reddick. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I wanted to let you know I have a new book out specifically for baseball dads, and I would love for you to check it out. You can go to baseballdadsbook.com, all the information is there, and a pretty good discount for our podcast listeners. So again, it's baseballdadsbook.com. Thanks.